Cartoons, the animated frontier. These are the voyages of the Cellcast podcast. It's continuing mission to explore strange new cartoons, to seek out new animation styles and new creative storytelling methods, to boldly go where so few ever go again. To another episode of the Cellcast Reaction. Joining me today is a man who might just be a lunatic, Jacob. I don't know what you're talking about, man. Wait, there's a cow. Oh my gosh, we're gonna die. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Why, thank you. <laughs> Whoa, no, I'm leaving this in. This is funny. All right. Why, thank you. I'd like to introduce our co-host, a man who. Just need a wish granted. Welcome, Drew. How are you doing, Jacob? Man, I'm doing pretty good. So, it's been a bit since we've done a reaction episode. The last one was Scoob. Mm -hmm. And since that time, we've actually reviewed that movie. Yes, we have. In full. So, it's been four or five months. There it goes. um, Since we've done something like this. And this, uh, the, the decision for this movie was your idea, considering I know absolutely nothing about it. Okay, that's uh, good. Enlighten us, if you okay. would. All right, so, uh, Over the Moon, it's on Netflix. Uh, it is by Pearl Studios, which is helmed by the amazing Glenn Keane from uh, Disney fame. Uh, if you don't know who Glenn, Glenn Keane is, go look him up. Uh, Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. Uh, a lot of the 90s Renaissance movies, he was the head um, uh, visual designer. And uh, he, I believe he directed this one, Over the Moon. So, Over the Moon is about a young girl whose mother had recently passed away. And so, her mother would tell her stories about the moon goddess and how your wishes could be granted if you got a, uh invitation or uh, was able to talk with the moon goddess, your your wish would be granted. And so, our, our, our heroine, our protagonist... Uh, makes it her mission that she wants to go to the moon. She wants to go to outer space. And so, beyond that, beyond that, be like, you'll just have to watch the rest of the movie because it does go into a little more further detail. Um, with that said, uh, I am really excited about this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that like, it's done by Pearl Studios and Link King is amazing. Uh, visually, it looks amazing. I've seen the trailers. Uh, I've watched trailers. I've kept up pretty close with this film, and I wanted to watch it for a reaction. And Drew, having no idea what this movie's about, I, all I know is what you just told me. Yeah, because for I, for whatever reason, I have not followed this one at all. So yeah, we uh we have posted it on our Facebook page. Uh, just the the trailers coming up and information mm-hmm. about the film. Um, it released October twenty October twenty third which was last night mm-hmm. being Friday, and we're reviewing it today on Saturday, the 24th. Right. So if you guys are interested, you can go to Netflix, go check it out, and uh, we'll be back uh, shortly to give our full reaction to this film. All righty.
crying. You're crying. <laughs> I'm not actually even crying. <laughs> wow. Just, man, that was a good film. Such a very good emotional heart hit heart hitting film that just it, it brings it brings those ideas that um not to go into any spoilers because we're just doing a reaction yeah. to this um well normally what we do is we do a spoiler free kind of reaction and then do a full spoiler reaction yeah that's true never mind all right let's do go, that spoiler free reaction go ahead all right all right uh my spoiler free reaction to this film is just it's breathtaking it's uh animation wise beautifully well done it's got an amazing story um that i think everybody should go watch because it's just it's such a good uh sad but heartwarming story that has so much of um It's so wrapped up in the the idea of the um, the the moon goddess and the the jade rabbit mm-hmm. of uh, um, folklore, yeah, folklore, mythology, yeah, mythology, and uh, it's done excellent, very well executed, and it's just so good, and I enjoyed it. Um, there were moments where it'd be like it was. Like I wanted to cry, and I'm one of those guys, a very emotional kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So I, I was at points so I was like, oh. "You just you, you felt the the emotional range in this was very good." It'd be like it's just like it, it tore you here and there, here and there, and um, but overall, just an amazing film, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. You, I would say this is more of a melancholy film. Okay, I mean, there's nothing that's really. I would say joyous about it almost until like the very end. And even there, there's some, some pain. Oh, yeah. but I mean, this is, it never full, fully goes into the, you know, stab you in the heart and leave you for dead. Yeah. Uh, sort of stuff. Um, there is a lot of fun aspects in the, the, Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, not to get into too much, but once they get to the moon is where it's, they really start going a little wild with the animation. Mm hmm. But even before that point, the animation is just beautiful. For oh, yeah. Is. You, I will say this is probably the first uh, animation I've seen in HDR. Mm. So uh, I'm actually, I'm, I very much appreciate the HDR in this. Good. It is very, it was very, uh, I mean, the movie was just beautiful. Agreed. I mean, I don't know much about the mythology that it's based on, but it was a uh, anyway. It's a it's a beautifully made film, and if and uh, I don't know if it's I don't know. And you you do have to be a little bit more mature, I think, for this film. So maybe the little kids who get bored easy, maybe not on this one because I mean there is some stuff, but um, that, yeah, that can take the attention for a while. But I mean there are long portions of this film that are very into exploring the emotions that the characters are oh, going yeah. through. Mm-hmm. And some of that might be a little, uh, it, there might be some kids who just aren't mature enough for it yet. Yeah. It's the easiest way I know how to put it. I gotcha. So yeah, that's my spoiler free reaction. It was, it was a good movie. And if you have any interest in animation, definitely go watch it. Yeah. 
it is it's definitely worth a watch. And yeah, it's it's currently available on Netflix. It's the number three film in the United States as on, of this recording. As of this recording, so maybe it'll go up to one. And I'm just wow again, wow. All right, let's get into the spoiler-filled section, then. All right. Ray! Okay! This progress is a part of Christian Reek Central Network. Hey, Scoop, what are you doing, man? I don't know, I'm supposed to be reading an ad. All right, hold on. Give me, give me it. Okay. <laughs> All right. This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. The following is a spoiler-filled reaction for the movie Over the Moon. Listener discretion is advised. Can anybody say Super Bunny? I was wondering how <laughs> often that, I mean, I'm sitting there going, okay, so you mess. My first thought when the bunny got into the, 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 J- the Jade, Rabbits. whatever the Jade rabbits, chemical potion stuff, yes. potion making stuff was, I thought, okay, either a, you're not going back. Yeah. <laughs> or B, this is going to turn into a magic. The sequel will be a magical girl anime. <laughs> Oh, uh, and it still could be, I guess. But anyway, it could I mean, be. Yeah, I mean, this. There's a lot of this that I have to look at and wonder. At what? Did, how much of this actually happened within the context of the story, and how much of it was maybe a dream? Yeah, or something like that. Because there's a lot of stuff in here that's. It start the movie. The movie is so realistic in the beginning that mm-hmm. once they build the rocket ship, yeah, I'm going. Now what? <laughs> and of course they get to the moon and oh, they can breathe because the lions breathed on them. Yeah, except the frog was doing just fine there for a minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I thought it looked more like he was play acting. That's that's than, that's than what actually, I actually uh, suffocating. Right. Plus, I believe even in the thin atmosphere of the moon, you would not your your body would would puff up more than that due to the higher pressure of air in your body than outside right. your body. But that wouldn't be good for a kids' film. No, uh, it wouldn't. <laughs> leave there is some. Admittedly, once they're in space, definitely realism has gone out the door. Yeah, it's literally it's, flown to the moon. Yeah, uh, I still half expected for them to at least go by uh where the apollo 11 stuff was but you know moon rover's good enough yeah and space dog chewing on the hubble space telescope yes that was hysterical (laughs) i mean okay when this movie starts you are you do have this idea that you're what you're going to see is a mixture of science Mm -hmm. and fantasy yeah in the same because they start going into this whole explanation of space that's scientifically accurate, as far as I know. And then she says, but the one thing science can't won't tell us about uh, is the space dog. dog. <laughs> I'm going, well, well, that's true. What are you saying about the space dog? <laughs> uh, 
I didn't even know there was a space dog. Did you know about the space dog? No, I never. Admittedly, like I said, I know nothing about the mythology that this movie is based on. Right. I, I I'm assuming this is Chinese. Yeah, Chinese. Because I mean, I'm assuming the the whole all the characters are Chinese. Even though my first thought when I looked at a lot of this was Japanese, but then I'm predisposed to Jap- Japan when it comes to Asia anyway. Right. But uh, I mean, the movie like there's okay. I just want to get to the part that I, that I thought was the most be- the had the best animation. Okay. The J-pop scene, oh, along yeah. with the, uh, the the ping pong game. Yes, those two scenes are, re- I think, where they really put in a lot of the energy. There's, admittedly, there was one point where I was sitting back there and I got to realizing the lights are flashing, and I thought, I wonder how Jacob's epilepsy's <laughs> doing. Mm, I'm fine. But I mean, uh, the animation and all that was great. The I do want to get to the story because let's face it, uh, the Moon Goddess and Fei Fei mm-hmm. are at the same points. Yeah, both have an annoying family member that they maybe maybe don't want as a family member. Right, and they both have a rabbit. That is true. And they both are feeling incredible loss. True. So this story is really about. It's about Fei Fei realizing that yes, it is when when your mom when you lose somebody, mm-hmm. especially someone as close to you as your mother, right? Uh, it is very painful, but and a respectful time of mourning is allowed. Yeah, but at some point you do have to continue on. Yeah, it doesn't mean you don't still mourn for that person every as time goes on, but you do have to move on. Yeah. That's something I think all of us have a hard time doing. Agreed. Anytime we've ever lost somebody. Agreed. Uh, and that's really what this story is about. And it's it's that that makes me think maybe the younger kids, while they could probably sit, th- sit through and enjoy most of the movie, yeah. there's some of that that's just going to confuse them, I would think. Older kids, like say 12 to thir- uh, 10 to 12 maybe, yeah. would be fine, but... Younger than that, I'm not sure. Uh, you'd be surprised what little, what little kids can understand. I, I know you. I know it's just there's. I don't know how much. Hey, every kid's different, of course. Right. Your mileage will definitely vary. Yeah. But just be advised that there's a lot of this stuff that if you've got you know an energetic ten uh, year old, much like uh, Chen. Yeah. Uh, they may try to run through the wall while Chen's running through the wall. Uh, <laughs> No barriers. Yeah, that's that right there is going to be the episode title for this. By the <laughs> way, um, the uh, character designs for uh, the people the people on the moon that are obviously not from Earth. Mm-hmm. In other words, the people on the moon besides uh, the goddess and the Jade Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, those designs i thought were very cool they were i agree because they do look like they are producing light which animation doesn't always get right for whatever reason and i'm not sure what that is i think it's just a difference in how the colors are to do it yeah i mean i know inside out did it a couple years oh yeah but i mean it looked it was interesting here and i I remember looking at it and thinking 
how long are you going to be able to keep that up where they actually still look like they're alive? And they actually were able to keep it up to the whole way. Now, the, uh, the fact that it seemed like every single one of the creatures had uh, woman, women's eyes was a little weird. <laughs> but, I mean, that's just, that's just a weird thing I noticed. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to get my stuff out of the way so that you can go gush on this movie here in a couple minutes. As I know you're chomping at the bit to do so. Uh, and then the rocket ship scene. And I kind of knew it was going to be a, a rabbit shaped rocket when they showed the when at the very beginning. She kept sit, calling that balloon her rabbit rocket mm-hmm. thing. And then I, I'm still more amazed she was able to make a maglev train. Oh, yeah. That's where the fantasy portion of this movie started. I would, pro- especially since that didn't apparently make the news. No, that, that, that a rocket sled on a maglev mini maglev tr- uh, tr- thing that no one remembers seeing being built outran the bullet train and was maxing out at 104 miles an hour. Yes, I'm assuming that is actually or part of the fantasy. And of course, I'm sitting there going the whole time, "Where's Chen? Sure, yeah, where? Yeah, exactly. You didn't show Chen get out there, but he saw your drawing." He saw you leave. I know he's around. Where's oh, yeah. Chen? The, yeah, where's Chen in his frog? Where's Chen? I know he's here. <laughs> How did you get him to hide this much? Now, I will say the funniest part of that is when they she hits go and it, it just doesn't it actually moves backwards. <laughs> that was great. Forwards, and then it slowly moves forwards like magnet, Mag- ma- magnets do. I mean, yeah. That's the thing about that maglev train. My understanding on how those work is yeah. they have to have something to actually accelerate them at the beginning and yeah. then they can keep up that speed exactly but uh yeah i mean th- that that scene i thought was amazing too and of course them nearly crashing uh oh that was that was fantastic yeah uh yeah uh i kind of guessed that the item that the gift was not the doll from the very beginning because i got to thinking why would a doll that looks like her bring back her boyfriend yeah and then i thought okay it's got to be the thing her maybe new stepmother gave her it's got to be in that moon pie yeah amazing that she thought to pack that since last time we saw it she threw it in a drawer and said i don't mean none of this garbage yeah then <laughs> what? yeah and yet she put it in her backpack yeah that's odd weird but you know what well let it go yeah and I assume that was hers. It's actually, we don't know where that one comes from because it doesn't look like, I, mean, I couldn't tell, I couldn't tell who, what moon pie it was. It could be one that she made and used for her own. No, it was, thing. it was, it was, it was the same uh, moon pie that her um, soon be mother-in-law or stepmom, stepmother, stepmother uh, gave her earlier. Well, I know that's what it was uh, implied. Mm-hmm. But I'm I and and for all intents and purposes it is. But yeah, there's a part of me that's wondering. I wonder if she made if that was one she made herself because we know she knows how to make her own moon pies. Yeah. But at the same time, you look at the fact that uh, the soon-to-be stepmother had said, "Be like, oh, I'm rela- be like, according to lore, I'm related to him." Related to who? Related to the the goddess's 
Long oh, lost, long oh, lost love. That's I what I'm going to say. I'm sorry. I missed that line. Yeah, and so um, that's that. That makes perfect sense. Why she would have the 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 uh, the second half of the jade. Okay, I, that that actually makes a lot more sense because I I remember thinking, why is the jade in there? I mm-hmm. just kind of assumed that it was there because we were in the fantasy portion and we needed some place to hide it, and the be- best place to hide it is in the is in the thing her s- stepmother gave her that she's yeah. not, and and from the person you know from the person she doesn't like that would make yeah sense for the gift right but you know that's just and still yeah, it does make you wonder why the stepmom would bake the tal her the half of the talisman into a moon pie right that doesn't make a lot of sense hmm well it c- it could be more of the be like I made this special for you so it'd because be more I know you're going to go to the moon tonight <laughs> Or it's just more long lines of be like, I want to give you something special and I'm going to pick it into it and make it even more special to where you find it. It's more, this is more, this but is she, more. She bit onto it because she didn't know it was in there. I, I know, I know this, <laughs> but I, I think it's more the, the, and the, Jade is my understanding, a very hard mineral. Yeah, it is <laughs> like break your teeth hard. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. It, it just seems weird. It just it's weird. it's it's weird, but I can I can see the 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 almost a re, one the reason I see why the she symbolism. needs the symbolism. The yeah, symbolism, the symbolism's I there. Understand? Right. It's the logistics. I'm questioning. Right. And yeah. I'm let her, willing to let it go for the symbolism. It's just that just seems like a weird thing for her to do. Yeah. And that's why I kind of assume it's there because we're in the fantasy portion, and the cake was made with love for maybe her soon-to-be stepdaughter. Yeah. And when they got to the moon, that's why the other half of the locket manifested there. Yeah. That's my assumption. Yeah. If it's if she actually put the, the locket in there herself, I'm going, A, why? B, why? <laughs> and C, why? Uh, that's a health hazard. Yeah, true. What if you got that's, it mixed, that's dental. What if you got it mixed up and it went out to a customer? You would be sued. <laughs> Very true. Very true. But for the all purposes of our story. I know. That's why I'm thinking it showed up after they were on the moon. That's when it manifested. Right. Hmm. Oh man, just like you said, the animation in this movie is just absolutely gorgeous. The the fact to be like Glenn Keane was director and producer and probably designed most of everything in this movie, mm-hmm. which is not surprising. Glenn Keane is just a fantastic artist. Um, I could gloat for like another hour, but I'm not going to. Um, the there again, like like you said, the fact would be like it's so fantasy, like so mm-hmm. fantastic in its storytelling. Um, there again, I'm, I'm like I'm with I'm with Drew. The fact that be like I don't know everything about. Uh, the mythology going behind this. I know about the J- Jade Rabbit. The uh, I understand making, making uh, rice cakes on the moon. Yeah, making rice cakes on the moon, um, which is why Sailor Moon's Japanese name is Usagi Tsukino, which is literally Rabbit on the Moon. Yeah, and I remember when we got to. I'm sorry, I'm a bit of a nerd. Yeah, <laughs> and when we got to the uh, the the Moon Palace, I remember hearing you say something. Like, it looks like something got a Super Mario. <laughs> No, literally, I got Super Mario Galaxy vibes. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I remember thinking, it's because I'm looking at it going, did they design Super Mario Galaxy after the myth 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all these little planetoids are the part of the myth. That's why they're small enough that, you know, you can easily run around them all. Is that, was that, was that it? Well, I'm, anyway. <laughs> and plus, from a distance, it looked like the Comet Observatory from the game. So right. the Moon Palace did. Right. Which is good, considering that Princess Rosalina in the movie kind of has the same, is, is a very similar character in design. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, she has a very sad backstory. Yes. Um, you know, this movie does have a lot of, like you said, like you just said, it's got a lot of, this movie itself has a lot of um, very sad moments. Be like, it's it's not a very, up, it's got an uplifting message, but most of the movie is very sad. And like, mm-hmm. you, you get a lot of the, like like you said earlier, more the emotion and trying to, yeah. you're gauging how the, how the character is and. Like she is so torn up about the the loss of her mother, and she's so lost in that she can't see the fact. Be like she has all these, you know, that people that love her now that she she's almost blind to it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the the almost the moral of the story, the fact that you need be like it's like you said earlier, the fact be like there there is time of grievance, there is time yeah. of mourning for the one you lost, but don't forget the, those that still love you. Mm-hmm. And don't get lost in your sadness, of like at the point where the moon goddess goes into her, 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 her deep depression, her deep depression, and so it's her, the uh, chamber of 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 uh, sadness. Chamber of sadness. I almost sound like they said chamber of infinite sadness. Yes, it was infinite thinking, sadness. So you mean depression? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much, it's it's almost an allegory. And if you go in there, you may never come back. back. Yeah, exactly. You may never come back. <laughs> Sorry, I'm now quoting old dogs. <laughs> yes, you are. Um, but yeah, it's it's like that's a good allegory. It's got a good allegory of, of depression and uh, loss and the fact that you, like, you can get lost in that, mm-hmm. and uh, you you find yourself in your own world and you forget about everything else around you. And uh, this was like. It's a good. It's a good reminder that be like, hey, you have more love out there. Yeah. To be like those people that, like, be like her father, her, her soon to be, you know, little brother, mm-hmm. um, her soon to be uh, stepmother. Her, yeah, exactly. Be all those people love her, and she's yeah. she's so ex- absorbed in you know the loss of her mother and mm-hmm. her ultimate can, desire to bring under- her back, and the fact that she can't understand why her father seems to be exactly forgetting. That she, he was married, that is obviously not true. It's just no. He, like he said earlier in the movie, he's lonely, and he needs someone to spend uh, to be with. Yeah, and also her person like, well, you've got me, right? But she won't. He won't have her, and she's going to. And she's still a preteen. Yeah. At this point, very mm-hmm. soon she's going to be a teenager and is not going to want much to do with him in the first place. Right. As most teenagers are, maybe that's just an American thing. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, like the the story is, it's got you know this great allegory of depression and mm-hmm. of a uh, lear- learning to li- learning to live again and learning to love more, uh, lo- love again. And one of the things, the other problem, you know, I'm fairly certain she's worried about, yeah, is that he's replacing her mother with this woman. Yeah, that's that's one. It's that's very one. painfully obvious, especially at the end. Oh yeah, that she's not replacing. No, she's not. That hole is still there. Yeah. Because when she laughs and does that little uh, snort, he he says, and almost a 
with a choke in his throat. Oh yeah, you sound like you. You, you laugh just like your mother. Yeah, that be like there was there are points throughout the like, there again. I'm a very emotional mm-hmm. guy. I, I cry pretty easy. Uh, I was at points during this movie. I was like, okay, hold it together, man. Be like, it's a good movie. You don't need to cry about it. It's all good. It's all good, bro. It's all good. Uh, but man, it's such a good movie. Such a good be like Glenn King killed it with this thing. Be like writers. Uh, animation again is mm-hmm. superb in this movie. Uh, definitely we get to the moon be like, everything is bright and colorful, like saturines up to a million and oh, HDR man. really stood out there. Yeah, exactly. HR just was like, um, uh, can we talk about, um, what is it? Gobby for a second? Gobby or Gabby? <laughs> All I know is he was voiced by Ken Jong of community fame. Yeah. Man. Bear Otter thing. Hmm. Yeah. Man. Who, who was very annoying. Yeah, he was very annoying. Like, Much I, more annoying than her little brother. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I, for some reason, I just really enjoyed his character, even though he was annoying. But he was that, that little, that little guide to her. It's like, you know, like he was annoying, but he was the kind of like a little, a little guide to her in a way. And then you have her little brother, her well, little soon-to-be little brother. I mean, he's very much like Olaf in yeah. uh, Frozen. Oh, yeah. Except, unlike Olaf, he has a point. He does have a point. Agreed. Olaf, for a good portion of that movie, is just there to become comedic relief. That is true. Until you get into Frozen 2 and he's got... That's, he's, but that's Frozen 2. I'm referring to Frozen 1, yes. where he's mostly comedic relief. Yeah. Because he was essentially the funny animal creature yeah exactly and point out everything obvious mm-hmm. <laughs> but um there again wow this was an amazing film and i think wrapping it up with this uh reaction review to this film uh definitely go watch it it's an amazing oh my gosh right now it's a number three on netflix uh i'm hoping that it gets uh goes higher and Maybe it gets to number one because it's just an amazing story, amazing animation, amazing just um, everything about this film. I, I, whenever it comes out on Blu-ray and DVD, I'm buying it. Okay. <laughs> um, anything else, Drew? I think that's going to be it. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Come, Jacob. We must prepare for next week. Prepare for what, Drew? Same thing we do every week, Jacob. Record a podcast! Oh, boy! So where can they find you, Jacob? They can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron and Jacob's Daily Art Corner, my personal art Facebook page, on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron, on Instagram at Jacob B. Heron, and on Letterboxd at Jacob Heron. Where can they find you, Drew? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. You can also find my Facebook page at Drew's Photo Bin, where I upload uh, my photography. You can also follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759 and Twitter at GGeorge759. Where can they find us, Jacob? You can also visit our website, thecellcast.podbean.com, where you will find every episode we released and links to listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher, our RSS feed. If we aren't in your favorite podcast app directory, please share, review, and subscribe to us there and share us with your friends. You will also find a link to our Facebook group, the Double Feature Podcast Community, where we talk about both animated and live-action movies. 
We share this with our other podcasts, which we do with Jacob's brother, Jim, at uh, the Movie of the Week podcast, where we talk about live action movies. You can also email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. Also, please like our page on Facebook. We try to post about upcoming movies. If you comment on that movie's post before we record, we'll read your comments in the episode. And remember, every time we say The Cellcast, that is with a single L. L.